johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1234. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, David Miller. We're in Las Vegas. The boys must have been busy today. We had to send up smoke signals to get them to call in. They're busy. <laughs> ah, it's nice to hear John over and over in that ad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I memorized it during the. During That's the, right. Dave, Dave has memorized your your <laughs> your edge. <laughs> How you guys doing? Listen, listen, listen. Soccer in forty-five minutes. I was on the phone with my soccer guys. I understand. You're a busy guy. You don't want me to yell goal in your ear. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If one happens while we're on the air, uh, I'll give you a. Hall pass to do one goal if it happens. Well, I wouldn't know because you know me. I'm not an eye man. I don't watch any of the games. Okay, so no, I you're just know. you're just taking that because I said that you do watch the games. Go on. I me? Yeah. Oh no, Mike, right, Mike, Mike. Tell him. Mike. He can yell. Mike, it. We want to hear goal with a lot of I watch. Passion. I watch every single game. There's actually the Champions League. Two of the best teams in the world are playing today. You probably know the teams: Chelsea versus Manchester City. Oh, that's a sign Dave of weakness to watch the games, though. Remember. Well, that's for you. That's because you've got 35 <laughs> games. I don't know. Okay. To me, you can't a... watch them all at the same time. You have to have 35 TVs. <laughs> it's a sign of entertainment. <laughs> oh, this is entertainment. <laughs> okay. how, was your Reno, how was your Reno run, Mr. Miller? It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was a pretty good time. I had fun. So how long is the flight? Because I've, I've actually never been to Reno. In two weeks, Mike and I will be there doing the radio show. So what do we do? Just hop on your private jet to head on up to Reno? How long is the flight? I wish. It felt, it felt like a private Jet coming back because there's pretty much nobody on the plane, but there it was full. It was is like I think it was like 50 minutes up and so down. So this this so tell the, the the listening audience what is the reason one flies to Reno? Oh well, well some gambling stuff and then the apps. So, so yeah, gambling just, stuff. So, they, so those places in Reno are not available down in, right. in uh, Las Vegas. Right, right, and they're they're, they're good good places, yeah. So um, right, so yeah, so I get it. Okay, cool. So that was a week, fellas. I mean, we got hoops uh, kicking in. College basketball starting to go bananas. This, this the, the college hoops is really heating up. March third, the first conference tournament begins. That's when well, Dave, we will go over this on the show. But Dave is going to be primed and ready, especially for the tournament, as he's been in in the last ten years. He's been betting. Is that correct, Dave? Ten or fifteen? Fifteen. And he's a young guy. That means you could tell he started early. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can we, can we all, can we all, can we all real quick? Listen, happy birthday. No, we won't do that. It's coming, Dave. It's coming. It's almost birthday boy Oh, time. I thought you were singing to him. I was getting ready to start to Your s- birthday's in two days, right? Right, right. Okay. Right. Okay. How old are we going to be, Mr. Miller? Um, 29. My man. That's sad. I like. <laughs> I mean, that is sad. Yeah, he, okay. All right. Well, I mean, good for you. No, 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 it's, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. I think he really thinks I'm 29. He has no idea. No, 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 no. I know you're not 29. No, but I, I think know, he like, thinks Do you have that. any special gambling plans for the birthday? No, I've just been hitting the gym a lot and 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 uh, what not not watching the games, watching the the odds and trying to figure things out. So I'm in a good I'm in a good routine, good daily routine. Yeah, uh, my my workout is moving the recliner into different spots on the floor in the living room. Hey, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> you got to use your muscles for that. Sometimes well, there you go. What, what muscles? <laughs> it's like they say, Brian. You uh, know, the, it, they always make that joke where it's taking the food from the plate and flexing it, doing a little bicep curl to your mouth, and it's still working out. I got news for you, man. That fork is getting heavy. <laughs> all right. So anyway, how's the, how's you guys all jacked up about your Maryland having a good season? Is that the the highlight back there? They're they're a good team. I just they're battle tested, but you just don't know which team you're going to get day to day. I mean, they played great basketball up to this last game for about a month and a half. 
but it's just I just get worried because there's no depth on the team that particularly if they get in foul trouble with their main guy with sticks, Jalen Smith, they don't really have anybody that's sizable that could stick with, you know, there's no length outside of him and that could put in some good minutes. So I'm worried if once they get to the tournament, if they get in that scenario where they get into foul trouble, they're not a team that bounces really well. But again, they they've been playing well on the road. They've been playing well at home. There's college game day is coming here this Saturday with Michigan State coming to town. So we just beat Michigan State on the road a week ago. I'm pretty poised. I, I think they have a good run in them. I, I predict them if they make it at least to the finals of the Big Ten tournament, they'll probably get a two seed. So, but it's tournament time is tough. All wow. these teams, even the ones that are not, um, you know, ranked at this point come the tournament, if they just get hot for those couple games and they can win the Big Ten tournament, they get a better seed and it's just, anything can happen tournament time. That's why I love it so much. Am I the only one that heard that? You know, he went right over Dave's head. Oh, what he no, said? No, yeah, well, it, you know, the, the Ravens Oh well, he's. No, I, no, I don't no, know. He's he, not really a homer. So no, I was, he threw. I was, he, no, there was a. There was a. Oh, we. Oh, we, con, we hit the we on there was, the Maryland. With, with yeah. conviction, he threw a we in there on Maryland. Now. I was kind of. I was listening to what he was saying, and I was going, "Yeah, he's he's a homer, but kind of a half homer. <laughs> like he analyzes things correctly." So I was uh, listening, hoping you, that would your, help my betting. Busting your chops, Mike. Yeah, you Look, did man, say I'm, we. I'm a fan at heart. Dave uh-huh. is the brains. No, you're the brains. That was good. I was listening to what you were saying. That was good, good analysis there. So you got home. You, you want to do it right out of the gate? You want to go homework assignment? You got goodies for us? I mean, listen. I, I want to say first and foremost, I got to tell you guys something. I'm just looking for the odds right here. I want to talk about this real quick. Um, I'm trying to see if I should get a bet down right now while I'm talking to you guys. I'm going to see what the odds are here. Hold on. What, what, this what show is live, right? Yeah, Brian? yeah. What sport? Like, uh, it's two-two. It's two-two in the top of the fifth. The Orioles are tied up. Preseason. <laughs> I'm thinking about. It. I got a runner yeah. on second yeah. in the top of the fifth. Maybe a little live action. Yeah, on I, the don't no, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, no, look, I got to tell you guys, I can't believe I'm looking right now before March Madness. I can bet on baseball. Yep. I am. You know how happy it makes me. In-game wind, preseason. Wind, wind, wind blowing out. Wind, you know, wind blowing out, a sprinkle coming for I'll, the split squad game in Clearwater. If, okay. I'll give everyone a free pick. Bet the over on every game in preseason. We got 10 over in the Washington Yankees game, top of the fourth. It's already 6-2. to two. There is no defense. It's like a home run derby in every one of these games. Look at these totals in preseason. 11 over Cincinnati, the Reds. 11.5 Angels, Dodgers. 11.5 Diamondbacks, Oakland. 11.5 Cleveland, San Diego. 11. Texas, Colorado. You don't believe me, Brian? Every total is 11. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Now, you getting jacked up for baseball? Because I know you love your barking dogs, pal. Well, listen, talking about barking dogs, did you see the NHL card last night? Unbelievable how many dogs I, I, came I, I, in. I might have looked at it. You might have looked at it. <laughs> he was saying that's all he does, so I'll go ahead. I'll take the ass. I might, I might have watched every game. Yeah, he, yeah. I, mean, I mean, watched every game. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you look at the NHL, for example, you know, we'll get into the homework assignment in a minute. But, you know, when you look at these big favorites, it's like I just I go back to how does anybody make money betting favorites in the NHL? So I want to hear it from you again, Brian. Tell me they don't. Well, they're they're to find spots. You're out of your mind. I mean, you don't you don't play a dollar ninety in a hockey game. You play the puck line. 
or you go the other way, or you play the total. You should, a general rule of thumb, at least it's mine, I won't lay more than 25 cents in a hockey game, ever. Listen, I have a ever. professional hockey player listening to this radio show right now. I'm not going to say his name because he is a professional hockey player. He's uh, currently not He's not a U.S. professional hockey player. He plays in the, in the German League. He's listening to the show right now. He told me, he says, you have to be crazy to take these favorites. It's unbelievable. He said, it's the same thing in Europe. They jack up the lines on those KHL games. And so, you know, all I can tell you, Brian, is people call me and they ask about hockey. I had a client yesterday. He called me and said, who do you know that does hockey? I said, you know, I got some sources. But, like, for instance, my mouth algorithm had Boston winning by one goal. I said, you can't lay 200. They lose the game outright, Calgary. I laid off the game. I told him I was laying off the well, game. Then I look at – go ahead. No, well, last night – my hockey plays were Calgary, Boston over six. Uh, they scored seven. Uh, Calgary is now eight zero and one to the over in their last nine. Minnesota's a dead over team. Columbus, Minnesota over five and a half. The game flew over five and a half. And then we had the the wrong team was favored. Vancouver was at Montreal. Vancouver starting a road trip was the better team. Uh, they were catching plus twenty cents and they won the game four three. Yeah, I mean, but look at Toronto. Let's talk about the big juice. Toronto yeah. plus one eighty. Okay. They win at Tampa Bay four to three. Do you know why they, they won? won? Uh, no, because I'm not Brian Blessing. Well, Toronto had a game Saturday night where both goalies got injured for Carolina, and Toronto was playing a 42 year old Zamboni driver in nets for Carolina. They scored two goals on the first two shots they put on against the guy. And then Carolina played like they were the Russian uh, all-star team in front of this guy in the third period and kicked the Leafs' butt in Toronto. I mean, they were embarrassed earlier in the week by Pittsburgh, came back because they were embarrassed and beat Pittsburgh, and then are coming off one of the biggest embarrassments in Toronto Maple Leafs history, losing Saturday night to a Zamboni driver in goal that they were going to show up with their best effort ever or they wouldn't let them come back to Toronto. So, that's why Toronto won. So big emotional edge. That's, that's what I got out and of that. And the other thing, I, we were talking before, I don't care what sport it is, all these things that are right in front of your face, don't overthink it. And we're doing a thing, it's called the Hockey Betting Podcast. You can get it on my Twitter account. It's at betchriscanada.net. I'm doing this with Cam Stewart. The other one, coming out of the same game, Carolina, the big celebration, uh, you know, because the guy came in and saved the day for them. And Carolina, it was a letdown to the moon, and Carolina lost the game. So Carolina had a letdown. The Leafs were embarrassed. Bingo. Um, and this is not reinventing so the wheel stuff. We'll, we'll move off hockey in a second, but we're in Baltimore, as you know. Is everybody going to be breaking out their Capitals shirts in a few months? Is that where we're, are we going to have a? Are we, are we looking at Capitals being there at the end in your early analysis? No. No. That was quick. Yeah. No. No. Thirty-nine and eighteen. They seem like they're doing pretty good to me. No, they're doing pretty good. They don't have the goaltending this year. Are you surprised a team like Detroit that has such fanfare is uh, so bad this year? They are horrific. Uh, we, you, you could see this coming months ago that they were going to be hard-pressed to get to 50 points. That being said, the, they're right in your wheelhouse, John. They're nice. These guys are plus $3. The one thing right. that's going on there, their goalie is playing terrific. Jonathan Bernier has been playing really good for them. So they're, 
they're not the cupcake out you think they are. So let me ask you this, Dave. Uh, in your betting career, you've never really been active like obviously Brian is in hockey. Is it just because you just don't have guys that do the homework on it, or you just you got to pick and choose your spots and you can't mentally handle just betting every sport? I mean, I mean, I ha- yeah, I know people that pick hockey that do good, uh, but for, I'm trying. Yeah, it, once you try to do too many things at once, you know how it is. The quality of work goes down. So, right. so it's more of that, and yeah, by just focusing on basketball every day, um, I, I keep it simple, and, and and I feel I don't miss as many things than if I was going to try to do that as well. So, like, like during foot, when football's still going, I really don't bet college basketball that much because because of that, and the limits are smaller. Right. And uh, but he he talking to him, he seems to really follow. He seems to be. No, I mean the easiest way to turn just put fire under Brian is start talking about hockey. I know I'll get everything. Well, he, I get. well that's what I mean. He's it sounds but, like. But see, the, the problem is he didn't text me last night to give me both of those winners before they started. I'm finding out today he, that he, he already knew. He figured you knew everything already. They, right, right. Like, Brian, that's what my cell phone's for. Just text me ahead of time. Now I gotta give. I'm gonna. I'm Sitting gonna right give there, you, it was there. Yeah, you're right. So listen, here's the deal. Yeah, you're right. I did get them. Um, so here, if you want them, guys, you can call me and get them. Listen, I'm going to give you a number, a stat. Instead of like overloading the homework because the brains, we got to. I'm going to tell you guys right now the Lakers game last night. Obviously, did you have anything on that? Any either one of you get involved in that Zion Lebron war or no? I took a little flyer on the over and it didn't get there. Uh, they had. Uh, it, it got it had one quiet stretch of the second quarter. They, or no, they went nuts in the second quarter. Uh, but it, because it was relatively close, they started taking the air out of the ball a little bit in the fourth quarter. But no, it was great. Well, it, it's fun watching that kid play, boy. Is he going to be yeah. good? Well, let me tell you this. This number is the number. Right now, you know, we talk about reversion of the mean, Dave. Mm. If the favorites are winning too much or the dogs are winning too much, but I don't think we have to worry about that in the NBA. Because right now, 422 favorites have covered the spread. And 422 dogs have covered the spread. I'm going to repeat that. 422 favorites, 422 dogs, 18 games have pushed on the closing number for an exact 50% against the spread. Mm, it's impressive. I I mean, just, it really is remarkable. I mean, you, yeah. you talk about this stuff in football season, and then let's take it to basketball. It's kind of the same so, thing. The takeaway is you just bet Oak City every night, and you don't. You can retire because since we started talking about Oak City four weeks ago, this team never wins and doesn't cover. They are thirty-eight and twenty against the spread, sixty-six percent, and they have basically been a money-making machine. Followed by Boston at thirty-five and twenty, and Milwaukee at thirty-four and twenty-four. So the top three spots: Oak City number one, thirty-eight and twenty. 35 and 20 for Boston against the spread, 34 and 24 for Milwaukee. Regarding the totals, we just established the 50% in the NBA. Regarding the totals, totals, 403 games have gone over, 396 games have gone under with an absence of overtime. This is non overtime games. 
making it 49.6% to the over. Now, did With your, a literally a five-game, four-game, six-game edge. Do your breakdowns tell you uh, how, I mean, I don't know if you have this at your fingertips, their ATS record home and away? Yeah, I can do all that. Well, yeah, I mean, I the, what I'm telling you, uh, there's people don't go nuts with what you last witnessed. And, you know, I, I tell, so, no, no, let me, I was going to tell you that, um, you know, Philadelphia, uh, Atlanta was you, playing better, right? So Atlanta's playing, playing a little better coming out of the break. But all of a sudden now they go to Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia went to Milwaukee catching nine. They got drilled. This, this Philadelphia team, I have never seen, uh, it is beyond belief, a home road dichotomy uh, with this basketball team. They are 27-2. and two, on their home court, so they get absolutely drilled. Every, they bring the number down. Well, they're back home, and they you know so lay the wood, and they drill Atlanta. But you t- you send this Philly team on the road, and they are god awful. And tonight, well, and I don't care how bad they are, they're they're laying seven and a half, eight points at Cleveland tonight. Philly doesn't know how to put the ball in the hole when they're not home. So let me let me give you the stats. So you said Philly's twenty seven and two straight up at home. Yeah, but against the yeah, but are they covered? Are okay, they so covered against the That's, spread? Yeah. Against the spread, they're tied with Atlanta in the third, the third and fourth spot. Atlanta is seventeen and ten against the spread, and Philadelphia is seventeen and ten against the spread at home. Okay, what about so the road? Now, 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 well, let me just let me just tell you the number one team at home. Tell me now, who's the number one team at home against the spread? Against in the NBA. Well, there's one maybe of, them. I mean, well, but no, he just—if he said seventeen and ten, uh, it could be either a really I'll bad you, team or a good I'll team. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You ask a question, Celtics. you don't let us Celtics. answer. It's, it, no, it's either a bad team that you know that's a home dog all the time or covering, uh, or it's a team like maybe Miami. Who's twenty three and three? That's it. You did it. You did it. Miami. Miami is the number one team against the spread at home. They are eighteen and seven, seventy two percent. I think you said Good that job, last Ryan. week too, didn't you? Uh, I, I don't know. That. We, I don't. I don't, I don't uh, think. I don't think. No, I don't think but, we ever broke it down home and away. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I'm going to do Miami the away now. There. So away, away. The number one team against Dallas. the spread. Oklahoma oh. City is twenty one and six. 79% against the spread. They weren't even on the list in the top 10 for home team, which is amazing as well as they're doing. The number two team is Dallas. It had to be Dallas. I would have guessed Dallas. Let's go 18 and 7, followed by Boston 18 and 10, and Milwaukee 17 and 11. Uh, so Oak teams. City on the road. Oh, oh, Oak City. Now let's just flip it back here to home team. Home team. I'll, you know what? I'll, give, I'll give you oh, one. Well, it, I got, I, this is very interesting. Oak City is seventeen and fourteen at home against the spread. They literally are. They literally all their money. Now it's funny. I never delved into this. So for all you listeners, I'm saying Oak City is a money making machine. You basically can flip a coin when they're at home. They're seventeen and fourteen, fifty four point eight percent at home. Is Phoenix a good? A cover team on the road. It seems Phoenix to me is eleven they... and well, I'm going to tell you, Phoenix is eleven and seventeen uh, at home against the spread. Yeah, what about the road? And away, Phoenix is sixteen and thirteen. Yeah, up three. Okay, right. yeah. I mean, it's not a good team, but they're they're pretty good on the road. 
Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think about that four twenty two, four twenty two, and eighteen? All these, when I tell these, it's I mean, when I talk about line makers making a good line, and this goes back to on the closing number, obviously, Dave. I'm sure you have more winners because you're betting overnight, you're beating the line move, and that goes back to getting your numbers in good because it got obviously if you're talking fifty percent on the closing number, you you better be beating these numbers. Well, also the betters. You keep saying that they make the lines good. The betters also help if it's if if you're tracking the closing number. So that means the betters kind of got it right too. And and, and you know, but yeah, I, I've yeah. Last week, some of my bets were shaky. I don't know what happened, but it was smooth sailing all season. And uh, last week was was not one of my better weeks. But I did get good closing line value. Uh, but it it just didn't work out. But uh, yeah, I, I've been doing good, especially in NBA at that, at picking my spots. Because I, I don't bet early in NBA as much, uh, but the the few spots that I do pick, uh, I was rewarded. You know, I would lay two, go to three and a half, take four, would close two and a half. So uh, I pat myself on the back for that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me just tell you, you know, I said it was 50% straight up in the NBA. We're not that far off in college basketball. In college basketball, get it going into March Madness, you would think with more games, there would be, uh, you know, it'd be that, it'd be that much harder to get the, the games to almost 50%. As in, right now we've had, I'm just giving you the exact numbers, we've had 4,612 games against the spread completed. Right now... The dogs have a small edge. 2,279 dogs have covered. 2,254 favorites have covered. While that seems like a um, a large swing because of the amount of games, it's a 25-game differential on the dogs covering. 88 games have closed on the, the closing number, have pushed, making the dogs have a 50.3% edge. So there isn't much room for a reversion of the mean because – these guys are just hitting all cylinders 50%. Non-overtime games, this is crazy, Brian. You're a total guy. 2,075 games in college basketball have gone over the total. Two, uh, 2,268 games have gone under the total, making the unders in non-overtime games 52%. While that seems like a big edge, when you add up the juice, it's not really a big edge. When you include overtime games and into the whole group, 2,293 games have gone over, 2,315 games have gone under for 50.2%. There you go. He's, he's got the numbers for us. It's, all, it's yeah, always that was, impressive. That was impressive. Good it's, work. It's always impressive. You're our MVP for sure. There you go. So how about the like the, the, the early games, the late games in the NBA, just, just how, how things pan out for you? Uh, how, how a night's going, and the halftime, and the in, in-game wagering aspect of it. You know, take us through a night uh, in college basketball in the NBA when, when you guys are in there. Well, I'm more interested in Dave because I've watched you in the war room, and we'll do an updated recording when I come in and we do the radio show. But what, how is your? You know, you sit there from basically four o'clock. Uh, 3 o'clock Las Vegas time till sometimes 9, 10 o'clock at night, uh, which would be 12 midnight, 1 in the morning trading. Is it any different coming, you know, in this time of the year with March Madness in terms of the hours you're sitting in front of the computer? At the yeah, office? it's a little bit more. It's a little more, uh, especially when, there, when when some of the tournament games are in the daytime. So, so then I'm sitting there 
uh, more hours also focusing a lot more uh, because some of the games are spread out a lot of times they go into just i'll look at the overnights then i'll wake up look at the lines then just kind of do my thing and then kind of look at it just a little bit and then, then i'll really look at it at 3:30. but uh in march it's yeah it's kind of an all-day thing all-day everyday thing which i don't mind and- and are you doing more uh, second half wagering, first yeah. half wagering? Or, yeah, yeah, it's everything. The games start earlier, and then so that means those start earlier. So, yeah, it's an all day commitment, and I, and I have a lot of fun doing it. Now, do you do you when we talk about March Mayhem, March Madness? We're not strictly for all of our listeners talking about the actual tournament, the sixty four teams. We're talking about NIT. We're talking about CBI. We're talking about the the regular tournament you're playing it all correct yeah those those games start though at the regular time in the afternoon but the conference tournaments you know a lot of those start as early as like nine or ten yeah nine or ten yeah but like brian you know we talk about value brian and you know i still say there's more value in the nit and in the cbi because obviously they're little schools that are often overlooked by the general public nobody really cares and that's kind of where you can get the edge on the numbers uh yeah. You don't have to agree. No, well, the only reason I I'm I'm being reticent. It's a big reticent. word. It's a like big that. big word for this show. Big word. Uh, word of the day. That I the only thing that scares it? me. Can you spell it for me though? No. Not <laughs> not, it begins with an R. <laughs> That's about it. The the NCAA tournament they they're all nuts and crazy and uh, you know stoked to be there the only thing that scares me with nit cbi and i know what you're gonna say is do you know some teams just could yeah. care less and yeah this- so sometimes you're, you're a lot of it can be a guessing game I and mean, if you get two smaller schools that are thrilled to have their season continue so be it I, so just some teams are so deflated that they didn't make the ncaa tournament they don't even show up well i think i think uh bigger favorites right go down and in value well for me they're always down in value not all the time but like he said you know if a team's laying a big number and they just they're devastated because they wanted to be in the big one uh, this is a hard spot you know to to really lay a big number in, in my opinion it, it hasn't worked out for me to do it um and yet i think dogs do go up in value in in that tournament even more even more than yeah just just more than in regular games and anything the the big tournament I just feel I feel like, and it could be selective memory, but I feel like a lot of them win. Too high of a percentage of those dogs win. Give me those numbers if you got them. <laughs> if you have those, well, I over can the tell years. you. I can tell you this in college basketball. It's interesting as an underdog this season. You don't get a lot of you know the good teams that are what we call hundred and a hundred percent. So this is an interesting stat. So. I'm not going to bore you. There's about 10 teams that are 100% because they're, they were underdogs, but they've only played, they've been dogs like two or three games. Like Harvard is 3 and 0 as an underdog. Baylor is 4 and 0 as an underdog this season. Gonzaga is 1 and 0. Duke is 2 and 0. Kansas is 2 and 0. Now here's where it gets interesting. St. Peter's is 11 and 1 as an underdog. How about that? North Florida is 9 and 1. South Florida 
is 8-1. So where you really see the meat is, again, when you get out of the big schools that are in the top 25 that are rarely favorites, excuse me, rarely dogs, like Baylor is rarely going to be a dog. Duke is rarely going to be a dog. Kansas is rarely going to be a dog. So you're going to only get two games. Basically, they're all 2-0. and But when you get to these little schools, back to a team like St. Peter's, it's interesting to see how all of a sudden these lines go up. Lafayette, ten and three as an underdog. Northern Illinois, ten and three as an underdog. So you get these you I mean Canisius up in your where you like to follow, Brian, thirteen and four as an underdog. Wow. So when you get into the when you look for these large dog covering teams, I can't find a team in the top twenty five. I mean I'm looking here. Eleven and four, Missouri State. 13 and 5 USC UC Davis. I mean it's all literally the non teams, the little schools that might not even be in the tournament and will be in those other tournaments and we'll be watching, we'll be running algorithms, we'll be looking at it. The flip side of that is when you when you take college and you look at it as a uh, as the favorites. Well, it goes back to the same old thing. Valparaiso, if I'm even they're 11 and 1 as a favorite. So they are the they're the St. Peters favorite record. So St. Peter's is 11-1 as a dog. Valparaiso is 11-1 as a favorite. So obviously I'm going to be a little more cautious if I'm thinking about, you know, fading Valpo. In, but if you look at the reversion of the mean and things come back to zero, the question is, will the season end that way? So, you know, again, NC, North Carolina, A&T, 9-1 as a favorite. Which means, obviously, the line makers, I don't know what Usually, if they're doing such a good job, remember they're fifty percent over and over on the season. But you get these 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 huge outside of the envelope non fifty percent teams. So, what would you say as a line maker, Dave? That means like teams like Valpo, teams like St. Peter's, they're just not really putting good numbers on. Variance. I know you hate when I say that, but well, I mean you're talking th- eleven and one each team. Yeah, I think dog. right, but it, some of the teams with that many teams are gonna have that type of performance to the spread uh, probably every year if I had to guess uh, so I, I variance or just they're they're undervalued you know well that's what I mean they're, or they're they're often well this is what I say when I say often overlooked by the general public what I'm really meaning is not the general public what I'm really saying is the handle they're often overlooked by the handle meaning they're not getting enough money in it to even worry about putting up a sharp number on those games or the other teams they were playing just happen to be overvalued over and over but it's more likely that team uh in general is just undervalued so right but but i still i just love that word variance because well so for instance when you talk about top 25 teams and you look at teams like kentucky brian and you look at teams like gonzaga um and you look at teams uh what do you what do you see well there's no variance kentucky's 11 11 against the spread Gonzaga's fourteen and fourteen against the spread. Uh, so I mean, you're, yeah, but you're there's times looking. that those teams post those kind of numbers. At least like ten and two. Uh, even the even the bigger schools can still put up a good ATS record. Uh, some you, you just named a couple extreme ones in NBA for even though it's more games and it, it's not as high of a percent. The OKC one was pretty. And they're not one of the. I don't. I don't really consider them one of the elite teams. But to me, that's a certain amount of variance as well. 
Right. Um, no, I agree. I mean, when you look at Maryland, for instance, um, you know, he was asking uh, Mike if he was excited for Maryland. They're ten and eleven against the spread. They're one game below five hundred. So linemakers are on them sharp because they're they're look. They know that people are going to be looking to bet that game that team. Um, Duke is twelve and fourteen ATS. They're two games under five hundred. Uh, speaking of Duke, did you see the game last night? I, well, you I know, did. I didn't, Mike. Of course, I mean, that was that was extreme. And what, okay, what about that inning? What's the odds of a minute left in in the game for a den like that? Well, I've seen that. Where they lose by eleven? <laughs> that well, had to just, be. It, I've seen that so many times. Well, well tell, tell the listeners what happened if they didn't watch it. Oh, they were up. Well, I, I, mean, I want to say what? What was it? Eight? I mean, they were right. up by a lot. Where you're going? I, w- I was thinking. Okay, the pregame spread was. It got to the point where that was in danger. The second half one was looking bad, and this was only with a minute, and that would have been plus eight and a half. And with I think a minute and ten seconds left, yeah, they were up by nine, and they just then they lose by eleven in overtime as a Double pregame yeah. eleven and a half point favorite, right? So, ah, you see it all, and th- this is yeah, this is a, something extreme. You know, but uh, I mean, is it really that extreme, or is it extreme because it was on TV and everybody was watching? No, that's an extreme ending. I mean, you never that, that that's that was it, that's extreme. But even even your eleven and one stat, if I was gonna if if everything I'm looking at said bet against Valpo, I would still do it, and that eleven and one wouldn't even worry me at all, not at all. So I mean, I don't know how he thinks about the the ATS records, but. I would never let him stop. If anything, I, w- I would just assume, I don't know, this is a reversion to the mean spot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll use that to my advantage. See, Brian, he's finally coming around my way. He would use the 11 one to his advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm letting you guys debate. I'm not paying attention. Well, I mean, would, Listen, that, let's, debate, would that ever scare you? Is more, it's a better debate than the one well, let's I watched ask last him. night, but that's a whole other story. Go ahead. Well, let's ask him. Would, would the ATS record scare you off of one of your top plays? Or you wouldn't even care if if no. if you were no, going Brian against somebody. Yeah, I mean no. either. I'm, well, no, here, it, I'm a situational funny, yeah guy. Right. You know, well, the, funny funny it, story, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Funny story, Dave. So you send out all your plays, and I have them posted, and clients text me all the time. They're like, "Why would you bet against San Diego State? Why would you bet?" So they try to like analyze. Or why would you bet on sport. Sanford? Or why would you bet on Sanford? <laughs> so it's like they they send. It's like they're so obsessed with the top twenty five, and they see. The ATS records that they don't realize it's all edge betting, and of course losses are going to come in the big picture. And then I get a text this morning. Oh, you were right. San Diego State almost lost outright. I didn't see that coming. So it's just the hearing this show. And if a listener, and I have a lot of listeners that are already clients or potential clients to listen to the show, and if they think they could look at the board and have a full time job and have a career and and be a father and have a social life and to be able to try to do this on the side they have to be insane to look at the board on Saturday with 67 games and expect to pick out games and win consistently you know how hard it is but you put in I've seen it 12 hours a day so day well, this is day. important the list, this is important David is a professional sports better that means he doesn't have another job. He is sitting in front of the screens with the DB screen, watching the alerts. The average person that's calling us 
Mike is literally in their car on the way home from work going, what do you got? You got a big winner? Can't compete with that. <laughs> See, no, what I mean, do you... Really, Dave, that's, that's, that's the life of... Because I... you remember, you got to understand that you're in Vegas, and we've discussed this, and we'll keep discussing it. Obviously, it's you know legal in 17 states and yet to be more. It's always been in the consulting game. I've been in this business 33 years, providing sports information to some of the largest betters in the world. But as everybody's starting to understand population-wise, 99.99% of anybody that calls us is on the East Coast. So they're betting games that are starting at 7 o'clock, and they're taking their kids to their extra school activities, and they're getting off work, and they're making dinner, and they're, they don't have – who has the time? You, it's hard enough when you live in Vegas to have the time. So that guy thinks that he's going to just get off work and take the top 25 team or take Kentucky or take Gonzaga. Good luck, 50-50. I think, too, one thing that I think is important is any time, and I do this 100% of the time, when somebody goes, give me a winner, I go, I can't guarantee a winner. This, this is this is tough, but I think this team has value. Like, I would never say, if somebody says, give me a winner, I would never, even if, I would I would never say, okay, and here's your winner. Because, you know, I, you know I'll just on to that story, um, like I, the friend, yeah, I'll play, if I play four games, in the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, t- 12 games, 13 games. I'm playing four games. In, and somebody say, give me your best NHL best play. one, right? Right? <laughs> and it, I mean, it never fails. You can go three and one that night. But the game, you, you said, well, that's the one. They had that is the one. one that, no, it's the one that goes down. Oh, okay. And I'm saying, you know, I like... You know, all do you, I see I, the the five and ten star thing is ridiculousness. Right. It's like you know, you have a play, you have an opinion, and, and you know, and then you got a strategy when you go with it. Yeah, there's not really a crystal ball, and these lines are pretty efficient. So, all you can really hope for is to find some value. So, I, I like to use that word, and then I'll give a little speech if they look too excited. The more excited they look when I when I tell them which play has value, I'll give them more of a speech look the lines are right on if anything you have a really small edge but i do think in the long run if you take this team here with whatever spread uh it's a good spot and if 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 you were to get a lot of spots like this in the long run you would make money but i kind of feel like it just goes over everybody's head anyway but i still give the speech just so they don't uh, put too much on it well and the other thing is a lot of these betters are not like you, where they have funded accounts and they're applying the correct money management, they're on week-to-week basis, and come the weekend, they're just chasing. They have no money management anymore. It's just, what number can I make in the next couple days so I don't have to pay up on Monday or Tuesday? And and that way of betting is so dangerous, it's unpredictable, and there's no logic behind it, and they wonder why year after year they don't see any positive results. The best clients I have are the ones that go, I've watched Dave's video, I understand. I've watched Brian's video, I understand. This is the long game. We know we're going to lose. It doesn't matter if we have losing nights. If you apply the right principles and variance and money management over a period of 30, 60, 90 days, just like if you were to invest in the stock market, I just want to see returns. The guys that just throw their hands up, so I'm never going to make another wager. I'm going to let you do your work. Those are our most profitable clients. And to get them to that point is the hardest part. Right. Because when you tell somebody, because people just expect, okay, I'm going to come to you and you're going to make me money this week. 
and, and that's not the way this works, not at all. So it, it well, is. Well, let a me ask one. you this. Let me ask all of you this. So, with the new, with the with especially what I call the newbies, the guys that never wagered till it was legal in their state, we get a lot of um, parlay betters that are calling us now. Oh, I really like playing parlays, and then they start giving me that. You know, I hit a five teamer, and I go, "Well, when did you hit a five teamer?" And the guy's talking about games in December. <laughs> I said, "Buddy, it's going to be March on Sunday." You're talking to me about that that taste of victory you had that you've been chasing ever since. Because the appeal now is instead of playing the lottery or getting a scratch off ticket, what do you say to that guy that's now in a state, uh, you know, in West Virginia or in Delaware or in Pennsylvania, and he wants to put three hundred dollars in his account and he thinks he's going to parlay himself to riches? What do you say this, to that? Guy? This is this is just this is human nature. First of all, this is this is this is in our I don't know, our DNA. But everybody wants to do that. They want to turn a little bit into a lot, and then it, and then it's selective memory as well. Because if you think about it, each one of those type of people they've played so many parlays. At some point, they've hit a couple of them. So now the, the selective memory kicks in. Well, I remember when I turned ten dollars into six hundred and forty. I can just do that again. Why am I going to straight bet? And 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 just win four, lose four. This is hard when I could just turn, hit the sixty-four to one shot or or whatever it is. And and then I don't want to say the sports books prey on this mentality, but their business is is run, uh, yeah. For for knowing that you, us as humans think well, like this. Well, the question I have for you and Brian and. Do you employ parlays as part of the overall money-making strategy? Do you not play them at all, or do you play them and consider them like lottery tickets if you feel have strong liens on certain games, or is it just not even on the table at this point I, I play in your them. career? I play them. I'm not doing it to turn a little bit into a lot. I'm doing it because there's some type of correlation or... Back in the day, the, the the numbers looked good on cards. Yeah, but what's the average size parlay for the listener you're playing? Are you playing a ten teamer or are you playing a two teamer? I'll play ten. I mean, I'll play. Maybe there's a progressive jackpot. I mean, I've never hit a real big one, but maybe there's a progressive jackpot if you can hit uh, the the ten. There's reasons to play parlays, but if the base of my reason is I'm going to turn a little bit into a lot, that's what I want to. Like I would. That's not the way I'm approaching it, but I do know that you will. I see this all the time. Everybody shows me their seven or eight. A guy showed me yesterday. His really nice guy. I, I like the guy a lot, but he's yeah. He's constantly doing that, and uh, you know, it, it, we just remember the ones we hit. We, but we, but if we were to sit down over five years, track every single one that we did, most of the time we would find ourselves down money. But we we don't want to accept this. We just want to think. No, today we can hit. We can. What turn. about you, Brian? Uh, you know, the one thing I'll tell you the. I mean, you're a horse better, so you're like in the parlay world anyway with the odds. But I'm just curious in sports. Well, the, the hockey first period overs, because I refuse to lay the you know, on a straight bet. You know, anything bigger than a quarter. But with first period overs, some of these are minus twenty. Uh, some are minus a dollar seventy. But if if you hook three or four of them up, you know, then the return on the investment comes back still, um, you know, in that five six to one range. Uh, th- that's the only time I'd be you know laying that that kind of juice, but would be hooking it up in a parlay. Right, but the the truth is, at the end of the year, this is your career, Dave. I would say that less than five percent of your profits come from parlays, even if you yeah. were successful. Oh, in any of them. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. That's right. Right. 
Um, and, and you're not a hedger. You're not the guy on the ninth game. You're going to head, which we that's a whole other discussion. Maybe they need to look at your video where we were in the parking lot. <laughs> it's still up on the site, but you Is won't it? do a okay. new one. But when I, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but that's the thing. Like, um, And we recorded you know, that before the game. We, we would have left it up even if the game didn't go our way. You know. Right, correct. But the, but the thing is, I am you know I, it amazes me when somebody calls up here and you give them the games and then they go, well, which one should I put together? And I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. He'll find a way to lose, even if we have a winning night. He'll well, this just, is well, well he'll this find is a way. well, this is kind of what you do. You do you deal with re- you see the repetition. You see the same questions daily, probably, and you ha- you probably Correct. deal with these guys so much that you have a script for what to say when when you hear the same questions i mean at this point you probably do <laughs> you're like okay i need to say this i need to say that they're gonna and then you know what they're gonna say next probably am i right when you say this right. they say that so yeah th- this is a lot of people think this the same way and uh i know this is your i'm just glad i don't have to deal with it daily because to keep explaining it hey look i know you want to turn a lot or a little bit into a lot but that's not what we're about uh, this is hard, and then and then they probably get upset. No, give me a five. Give me five. They're gonna win. Do they say that? Give me a good five teamer. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, all the time. Is, yeah. Michael, how's your soccer going, buddy? Starts in seven minutes. Oh boy. Like I said, um, but how did it go Real last Madrid. night? What do you play? What are you the goalie? He plays in a soccer league. Physically plays. Do we win or lose last night? We won last night. I actually picked up the sport uh, less than a year ago, so I'm. A brand new sport for me. I'm never used to using my legs. I've been a football player and a lacrosse player my whole life, so it's new, but it's fun. And look, it's it's a different type of CrossFit for me. Brian, he's broken every finger. Brian, he's broken every finger in his on, right man. hand since this is he live started. on air. Uh, so I'm just telling you, he keeps telling me it's people fun. To, people the, need to know I've broken fingers. <laughs> Might as well throw it in. We're talking about everything soccer. else. Well. Well, then we so pretty soon we'll be calling him Johnny Knuckles. Johnny Knuckles oh, eating buffalo wings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. How do you so, see? That's why I didn't get you the chicken wings. You you couldn't hold the wing anyway. I'm good. I'm recovered. Ooh. All right. Well, you're getting the wings in what? Three weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. You guys seem pretty excited too to come here, and I kind of feel you're excited to come here and do the radio show here. Almost more than watching the basketball games. I don't know. I have that feel. I can't. I can only. You can only speak for me, not Mike. That's me, because you know I'll leave the radio show and go to the cigar bar. Mike will be in the sports book. For so, the so what's week. the true reason that you're looking forward to coming here? The main reason to see us, just the, the wings, lounge. Isn't that sweet? Clients, clients, friends, uh-huh. the whole nine yards. The thing is, Dave, when, I'm there. I'm there just to bet the first fifteen. That's all I care about. I don't think Brian is excited oh, to I, come here. Like I saw him in the fire. Whatever excited. He goes. He goes. Are you excited? To, he goes. Are you excited to do for the show today? I said. I said. I'll be excited when my butt hits the recliner tonight. That's that's when I get excited. Hey Dave. Hey Dave. Do you have any edge on the first fifteen bets? First team to fifteen. I mean, well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So last March Madness for all the listeners was the first time that Mike downloaded an app and funded him. So it was insane because every I couldn't get him to look away from his phone. Everywhere, eating dinner, in the Uber, anywhere he was betting, he was live betting, he was first fifteen betting. It was it was amazing. This so I mean, that oh totally. I mean, yeah, but now if, if if now seriously, if you're doing that, and and that's a great point that you know when people come to Vegas, they don't even think of that. 
is that you don't have to live here, but you, when you come here, get an app. The only the only thing about an app is you have to use it in the state of Nevada. So if you're coming here for March Madness, I would say to all people, get two or three of them because literally no matter where you are, you have a chance to shop for numbers. I think, too, with sports betting and, and the whole March Madness thing, if you think about it, going to see a movie, you'll, you might spend 10 20 bucks. Your expected loss on a $100 bet is only like $4. So, so yeah, the entertainment alone, it's almost, it's almost worth just, you know, even if you go with your own opinion, you don't have an edge. Oh, this is a lot of fun. You know, this is why we love this time. But when John comes to the radio station, we literally have to take the front door off the hinges so he can get all his electronic equipment in here. You know, he's, he's downsized of late. He's, down, he's, he's the he's first the one in he here, too, by an hour. He's the, we're, we, we come in here at 10.59. He'll be here at, like, 10.20. He, he literally, me nuts. For, yeah, you're right. I think it's just technology's downsized. I don't think John's downsized. <laughs> I mean, years ago, he was like the old Al Franken skit, uh, uh, skit on Saturday Night Live. He, he, was, he was, like, coming in with the satellite dish on his head. <laughs> you should have seen the original. This is beyond your years, Dave. I had their first cell phone, <laughs> the one that looked like the brick. And I would be talking to clients and driving down the road. People would look at me like I was. I, was li- I had the bag phone in the car. I had the wired phone in the console. It's like I had a walkie-talkie. I had the walkie-talkie big brick five feet away from your ear. It was crazy. I thought I was the man. It was funny. <laughs> I mean, I would have felt like I was the man too if I had. If nobody else had it and I had it, because we didn't know how goofy it looked back then, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the good news is this. Let me just double check. I can still live bet the Orioles right now when we get off the air. I'm so <laughs> You're excited. You're crazy. You're crazy. Yep. Wait, wait, what, what's the first baseball game you'd be going to? Nah, I'm not going to any games unless they mean oh, something. Oh, stop. Forget that. Nah, You'll I'm be not taking going your son games. to the games. You know you we'll go to the. We'll go to a Raider game next year. We'll, we'll all go to a Ra- Raider game. But listen, I'm down. Seriously. I'm down. I know you're down. How old is he Look. now? 16? He's 15. Last night before he went to bed, because it starts at 10 o'clock. Are here, you bringing him said, here for his 18th birthday? I said, "Who's going to win the Laker game?" He goes, "You know the Lakers are going to win." And he, he's just like, "It's crazy." Wow. Hey, listen, fellas, time flies. Good stuff. We invite people to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. Mike is literally salivating now because his hockey game is starting in a minute and 11 seconds. For my pick, soccer I'll go... My, I know hockey's on your brain I said every soccer, day, yeah. There, for, for my pick, because a lot of people were waiting, Spurs plus five. And I guess oh. you like the Cavs plus eight? You against the uh, yeah. yeah, I would take, I would take the Cavs. Maryland, Dave? Well, that's your pick. It's someone else's pick. I, no feel. That's you. No, Maryland? Maryland no, or Minnesota? You can, get, you can get my game, guys. All you got to do is call me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. The boys are coming out here. Uh, we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Thanks, fellas. Have a great week. Good luck in the soccer games, Mike. Yep, thank you. All right, we appreciate Dave stopping in the studio. We're going to step aside, but we're going to do it again next week. Again, check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. Radio News with Tim Burke.